The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Whew, had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. We got a good show today, don't we, bud? We do. Some good stuff. And I just thought of something that we didn't even put on our list. We need to talk about the uh, the uh, fluctuations in Google over last week. People have been claiming right. there's a new up- upgrade or update to the algorithms. You know what? We should start with that. I, I, yeah. I've done some reading on it. Uh, obviously, at the time, I think everyone did, but... Um, I haven't noticed a huge amount of change yet. Well, to be quite honest, I don't watch a lot of it right away. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's like the old days. Sometimes it, it, right. it, it, this stuff just shakes up and then it stabilizes. That's when I want to know what's happening. Right. It was really interesting too, because they, they have the Moz tracking tool and it showed significant change in that tracking tool for that update. Um, but I didn't see much either. So it's, it, I wonder if, I wonder how much of it is how that tool works because that's where a lot of people were were pointing to and saying, "Look, look, there's big changes. Look at this tool." You know, I understood that it was a lot of the forums, you know, the old classic webmaster forums where people were saying, "Whoa, I'm seeing huge changes," that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, most likely they're in the marketplaces where they will see a lot of change. I don't, yeah. uh, you know, but. Uh, <sighs> When it comes right down to it, yeah, I mean, I, I, it was one of the recommendations Ooh. I put out there to my readers on the interior design community and a couple other places was don't react. Yeah. Just wait. See what well, happens. My hypothesis when we first started talking about it was because the, the month or so prior to that, um, there's been a lot of discussion about, you know, notifications and webmaster tools about mobile issues. And, <coughs> excuse me, people thought, you know, there's going to be a mobile update. There's, there's showing signs and signals of a mobile update coming out soon. An algorithm tied to, mo- to, to, to mobile. And I thought, maybe this is what this is. It's the update for mobile. Um, but, a- again, there's been no further support of that beyond this. So, in my opinion, we're still looking for some something to happen in the mobile side of the algorithms as well. Yeah, and I'm not sure if it was coinciding with this. There's so many things I've been reading lately, but I believe Google said that, yes, there are changes. We're not calling this an official update, though. Yeah, that's exactly what they said. So, there you go. I'm getting really good at just being a puppet and explaining exactly what they said. (laughs) (laughs) So, are you one of the the puppets with strings or someone's hand up your ass? I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is Google, so up my ass, probably. (laughs) It's, they own us. Um, yeah. I, anyway, I I I, I have to admit though, I have noticed better, uh, you know, inquiries and sales through Step Four site. So who knows? Maybe there are some shakeups. I just haven't I haven't looked enough. I haven't looked deep enough. So, uh, but I do been getting more and more warnings from specific sites that they've gotten increases in traffic. 
Right, right. Yeah, I've talked to a few people that have gotten gotten the uh, mobile notices in their webmaster tools, uh, uh, but and they didn't see they didn't see anything tied to this update um, specifically. So that's one of the things that's making me think, okay, maybe it's not the mobile side. But uh, have have you seen any of those mobile updates for any of your your sites that you that you monitor? I, my God, I got I got inundated because I get I'm I'm hooked up as the contact for uh, what fifty different clients, right. so. Yeah, when they got webmaster bulletins, my my, my inbox got full because you know, we've notified them, but no no one does anything until they're told by right. Google, pretty much. So yeah. now we put it up there. Look, it's got to be done. You, you've got to update your site. Um, and to their credit, I mean, usually this annoys me because it's just Google flexing their muscles, but in this case, it's good because frankly, these people really do need uh, more uh, mobile exposure. So listen. Yeah, absolutely, and. and- the whole thing about mobile is, I mean, you know, we, as SEOs, we think about a lot of the stuff. We do most of our work on the desktop, and we kind of peripherally think, okay, yeah, we need to work on mobile too. We got to flip that soon because mobile is, if it's not already, the primary search platform, and you know that needs to be a major focus for us. It really does. Yeah, the only thing that, uh, you know, yes, there's no question, uh, and only caveat I have, and. and and it certainly doesn't keep me from doing it, but it just annoys the hell out of me how much of it's paid. You know, the first page when it loads oh. on your phone is paid. I mean, oh, yeah. how do they expect us to focus on it if that's the case? Well, then not only that, if you look at it, so it's interesting. If, <coughs> excuse me, if you go to, to a telephone, it's for like an iPhone or something, and you're doing a search, you get paid paid searches first. And if it happens to have a local search result, the next one is local. You're you're on the third screen before you get any organic search results. And then, in most cases, it's only the top three, depending on if you have a bigger phone like the the iPhone six plus. You might get four. So not only are you three pages back, if you're not ranking in the top three, you're not being seen, right? So it's it's much more difficult to do well in mobile search. Yeah, and, and until they. I don't know. I, I I haven't put enough thought on this. I'm sort of talking off the hip here, but it just seems like they're uh, screwing up the experience a bit. Like how? Why would we care? Like they're they're kind of making it. Obviously, we do because we know what's coming. But to a, a small business person, they look at this like, why am I caring about making my site mobile friendly if I'm not paying to be there? I mean, is anyone ever going to see my content? That's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. It seems to me like they need to smarten up a bit. Um, but then again, there's only so much um, screen real estate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And maybe they need to shake it up and make it so that it doesn't always appear paid right away. You know, make yeah. it random. Or, you know, put one ad on the top of each search result page. So you, instead of, you know, have a whole page of ads before you see any search results. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem very Google-like, like the old, the old Google that we liked <laughs> a lot. <laughs> this sort of stuff seems way, way more IPO, you know, public relations related, you know, uh, stocks related, I should say. Revenue generation related. Yes. Yeah, maybe I should, you should just talk for me. I'll just send you some notes <laughs> as I go here. All right. That's <laughs> can, I, can I do it in your accent? <laughs> accent? We were just talking about accents. I, I spewed off a few really bad ones, but... Uh, don't ask him to do them, please. No, I won't. <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do them. <laughs> um, it's just when I get I drink, then it's real trouble. 
I do it without even knowing it. <laughs> so, so, so this conversation is actually a really good segue into one of the topics we wanted to talk about today, mm. which is the responsibilities of an SEO, right? Um, so how much, uh, how much is mobile tied into that? Um, how much is paid and, and making sure your stuff? So there was a great, uh, there's two great articles actually, and I liked them both a lot, but there's a lot of controversy between the two because they take completely different positions. So there was an article recently in Search Engine Land by Aaron Everhart, and the title was, In 2015, Your Job as an SEO Isn't Actually SEO. And it's a really interesting read, and she talks about all the other things that impact SEO, like um, um, UX development, um, uh, you know, just just all these different things, PR, content writing, um, all these kinds of things that are, you know, not traditional SEO, but impact SEO. And she says, you know, you're as you're doing these things, it's SEO, but it's not actually SEO because there's others specialties that you have to be familiar with and do to get your SEO job done, right? <laughs> I just love the opening sentence. Okay, I'll admit right now I wrote that title just to get clicks. It's not my proudest moment, but I'd be lying <laughs> if I said I hadn't done it before. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we all have those lack of pride moments. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so, so Joe Hall, which, who's been around the industry forever, he's a great guy. Um, he actually wrote a rebuttal to this one. Um, he, he's, his ti- <laughs> the uh, title of his article was, Your Job as an SEO Should Be Just SEO. And then in parentheses, he put um, basically why Aaron Everhart is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's talking about the, the same kind of stuff. And he, he, he agrees that a lot of these things really have a good impact on SEO. But he says, let the people who are experts in PR do the PR. Let the people who are experts in user design experience do that. You do your job as an SEO, right? And I thought it would be a good catalyst for us to talk about really in today's age, what are the responsibilities of an SEO? What are we responsible for doing? And not only from the uh, you know, we do an audit and we look at technical and we look at offsite factors. But what is our responsibility? Is our responsibility to improve the business of our customers, to generate money for them? Is it stop at getting them better rankings? Where does that fit? And it's going to be different for different people, I think. But I just thought it'd be a great place for us to discuss. So, my question to you, Ross when you are taking on a new client in your business, what do you see as your responsibility to that client? Oh, let's say it's a uh, let's say it's a new, well. I, it could be either a new website or existing some existing website. Quite different in how I approach it. But uh, if it's a new website, my job would be to ensure that what's designed is search friendly, uh, doesn't include any impediments to search rankings. Um, so there, that's pure SEO in many ways. Um, but I also because I work with small businesses, this would be much different if I worked with larger companies. I would I would pull in experts from the different areas, but I will throw in a smattering of my experience in um, conversion optimization and UX and, and things like that, but only a smattering. My focus is SEO. I just want to make sure that whatever they're designing is going to have some conversion concepts in mind, and I'm sure, as you know, many don't. <laughs> so they just want it to look pretty. They don't think about the fact that each page should have some sort of a goal. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, that's, that's how I do it. Our priority is SEO. Um, and after that, it's whatever we can do to help the client out with our tradition experience. If it ever gets outside of our realm of experience, though, I, without question, bring an expert in. So what do, what do you tell clients is going to happen to their business or their website based on the work you're doing? 
Oh, we'll increase their size like 10 times. No, um, (laughs) (laughs) so you're going to feed them a lot. (laughs) So, um, essentially, I I guess I need a clarification. What what do you mean? Like I I just said, I I would be giving them a proposal saying that I'm going to look at this in terms of the SEO, be monitoring the design and, and I want to see drafts as it goes. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to tell them that, uh, you know, where possible, I'll be throwing in some uh, advice on different elements of uh, conversion optimization, um, you know, analytics, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you know, just based on my uh, extensive experience, I do recommend, however, that, uh, you know, if, if we're talking, depends on the type of site we're talking about too, that you bring in a, a conversion optimization specialist if you have the budget. And, and I guess you make a good point when you talk about clarifying this. So, um, do you do ongoing campaigns with SEO versus just a one-time consultant? Because that's going to have different goals. One of the things that, that, that I do and we do with our clients is we do ongoing campaigns. We work with them over the course of a year because, um, as we all know, and we said it over and over again, SEO is not something you just do once and stop. It's an, it's an ongoing process. So um, at the end of that year um, – our goal is to have improved their business, right? You know, however that works from a, from an organic search standpoint, we uh, we want to have improved their online business. So if they have conversion points, and you know, we identify way ahead of time what their conversion points are, whether it's um, leads from forms, um, e-commerce sales, all that kind of stuff, um, and then at the end of the year. That's what we help measure our success based on. How do you do that? Well, we set up baselines. So we would set up baselines in terms of analytics. We'd also want to, uh, once we understand what their goals are, it could be strictly financial. You know, they want to increase their bottom line. Well, we try to tag on some a little more tangible things than that that we can track that is definitely associated with what we're doing. Um, and, and that becomes probably the hardest part at the beginning is getting that set up. Uh, and, and I was going to say, and the reason I'm asking this is because as an SEO, what is our responsibility? Are we responsible for improving their business? And where do we take that? Is it just getting them more traffic to their site or more qualified traffic? Or does it does it actually go into you know, conversion optimization and, and the things you were talking about, UI, um, to improve their business. So I think that's where that discussion to me is, is what are we actually responsible for? You know, is it the business, improving their online business, or is it just making sure they're being found in search? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. And I, and I, I approach that differently depending on the size of the company. Uh, in many cases, if I'm dealing with a larger business, they already have certain amount of assets that can deal with not only conversion optimization or uh, they have people in-house that can do some work on the traffic that gets there. That's easier in some regards. My focus then is just to get them the targeted traffic. Okay. And I think this goes to, and that's why I liked both the articles, Aaron and Joe's articles, because they both made really good points. And overall, what they were saying is that what, what impacts a business's, you know, efficiency and capabilities and conversions online is goes well beyond what we traditionally think of as SEO. It's just a matter of, as SEOs, are we taking on some of these other things unnecessarily? Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? At times, it feels like that. At times. Um, it's, it, again, when I'm dealing with small business, I, I definitely stretch, although that's part of the passion, uh, learning mm-hmm. new things. But I definitely okay. stretch my experience a little. Um, 
then again, that's how you can offer value. Um, right. It's it's interesting. I can totally see why you, uh, you'd like both articles. Uh, they, they were both well-written. Both had yeses and nos to them, I would say. Uh, although, of course, more on, more on Joe's side. Um, it, it makes uh, really clear points. I mean, I, I think I've Although the numbers and stuff weren't exactly in my my ballpark, but I've certainly yes. made a lot of those changes and, and had major impacts on bottom lines. Yeah. Um, I think he's he's winning out here in terms of a good marketing piece for business form, though. <laughs> <laughs> True. It's so a bit of an ad. <laughs> I, do have, I do have one problem with both articles, hmm. and that's and I also have the same problem with the name of our show. I do not like the term SEO anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. SEO is if if that's what you do, then Joe Joe's article is exactly correct. But if you're doing what Aaron's talking about, I don't think you should be calling it SEO. And which kind of goes to her point of saying SEO isn't actually SEO. Um, but I've I've personally moved into to, to to talking about it in terms of content discovery as opposed to SEO because we find content in places other than search engines now. When we first started as an industry, SEO, it made sense because the only place you could go to find stuff online was a search engine, right? But now there's so many other ways to find content online that that content discovery makes more sense to me. But that's a, that's just another discussion altogether. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That one will be a rabbit hole. Okay, yeah. well, let's uh, take a quick break. Can we come back? We've got lots more news. We've, we've got a racer now. Sheesh. What's up? <laughs> SEO 101 will be back right after recess. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. All-Inclusive Marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in All-Inclusive Marketing means award winning leadership, excellence in results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement, and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat 
by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So we've covered the responsibility of SEOs based uh, on a couple of articles from Aaron Everhart and Joe Hall. Really good stuff. Uh, another component. I, geez, I'm just dropping this all on, on you because this is another one that <laughs> you, you. In this case, you only read. I read the other ones, but um, watch you lead away. It's what SEO timelines. Right. So, so our good friend Stefan Spencer, who's been on the show, um, he rocks. He rocks. He's really great. Um, wrote a really interesting article in Search Engine Land about understanding and explaining a realistic SEO timeline, and a lot of the article is really gets into some really deep stuff that, that I don't think we have time to go on the show. But it's written in the, per- in the perspective of, if you're a client, what are some of the things you need to ask about SEO and timelines? And he's got the, what I really liked about the article is literally the last section he has is called, what this means when you're hiring or working with an SEO. And there's some bullet points that I thought would really be good for us to talk about. Um, things that we all in the industry, we know, never trust an SEO who claims to guarantee a number one spot. Obvious, you know, mm-hmm. those things are just ridiculous. You, nobody can guarantee anything. But um, asking for a timeline of expectations at the beginning of a process and then Again, once an audit's been complete, which I thought was an interesting thought, doing it twice. Mm. Uh, so another thing he puts in here is um, look for someone who, instead of focusing on rankings, fo- focuses on business goals, which is exactly what we were talking about before the break when it comes to what are our responsibilities, right? You know, um, I, I've said this for years. I know you agree with me, Ross, that a ranking is a KPI. A KPI is a key performance indicator. It's not the goal. The goal is sales, traffics, tasks, whatever it is. So that's something that really that your clients should be thinking about when they're looking to hire you as an SEO. Um, another one. Um, and, and calling it a KPI is even hard these days because it's hard to even know what your ranking is. <laughs> Very good point, actually. <laughs> very, very good. Because, and for listeners who don't understand that, it's because when you're doing um, any kind of, of search, uh, anything is personalized. So, yeah, even a lot of the, the systems online right now, they only give you only give you a generic understanding of where your site will rank for the average user. Uh, yep. Once someone is online a lot, their their personal habits. Quite can quite dramatically change the results that they see. Yeah, so, which, which is which is why if you're going to prove success from an SEO standpoint, it's better to look at traffic. It's better to look at conversion points and conversions if you can track those. Um, that shows much more growth and and positive impact from your work than trying to look at rankings these days. Absolutely. Um, another thing he goes on to say, and again, remember this is he's talking to it as if you were a client hiring an SEO. He says, find someone who focuses on achievable goals that are right in front of you, instead of some basically instead of somebody who's saying we're going to get you um, to be the leader in your industry and you're going to be 
you know, destroying all your competition. You know, instead, we're gonna we're gonna fix your nap and help you fa- be found better in local search first, and then we're gonna move on to this. So, someone that does step by step goals instead of big grandiose pictures is 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 much more of, of a type of SEO that's gonna probably get you results as opposed to spend all your money. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and also if the if the prices seem exorbitant, question it. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't believe the stuff that I get. I hear about people who come to me after they've been just ruthlessly charged. It just blows my mind what they're being oh. charged. Oh yeah, I've, I've uh, and I've worked for companies that have charged crazy amounts of money for stupid stuff. I've heard a story. I won't say exactly what the agency was, but a friend of mine, you know him too, Ross, um, used to work for a large agency in New York City. One of their clients was um, American Express, right? And American Express was paying $250,000 per month just for SEO. Wow. $250,000 a month just for SEO. You know what this agency was doing for that money? Oh. (laughs) Take a guess. Take a guess. Come on. Uh, Doorway pages? Directory listings. Oh, dear. Yeah. And that's it. Directory listings for quarter million dollars a month. So it's a wonder our our industry has a crappy reputation. And that's a big agency with a lot of respect. Yeah, the, and the big agencies are usually gonna they they get the big clients because they have the but that doesn't necessarily mean they know what they're doing from an SEO standpoint. It's one of those things where we're an agency we're supposed to be doing this because it's part of marketing. Let's tack it on as another revenue stream and sell it before they even know what they're doing. Dear mm. God, yeah. Uh, what else does Stefan say? Uh, um, question for question you should expect to get from a client um, is uh, he's telling clients to ask them what's not what's going to get them the fastest results, but what will lead to results that will sustain over time, which, ah. is, which is a great way to approach it because because so many SEOs will come in and say I can do this for you and I can get you this done in just a you know a month time you'll be here right. It's not necessarily the best best way to go about it and the best for you as a business long term. Yeah, I wish every client would ask me that because that is my that's, – that's everything to me. It's all about long term. That's why we've got clients that have been with us since 1997. Yeah. It's about long term. <laughs> and, and, and think about it from an SEO standpoint too. If you have a client that asks you what's going to give me the fastest results, you need to be able to educate them. And say, look, that's not necessarily the way to approach this. We want we want results that are going to sustain over time. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. put the effort in, and it pays off. Yeah. And a lot of these things that Stefan's talking about, you know, he's putting in the position of of how a client should ask an SEO. But we have clients that ask these questions to us all the time. You know, I want to rank better for this. And you, you need to be able to go and say, no, no, no. What you need is, is to, to improve these business goals. Rankings are not what you want to focus on. So that's, and that's why I think this is a really great list from that perspective because we can take this and reverse engineer it to, to help us communicate to clients better as well, right? You know what? It is high time we get Stefan back on. You're right. It really is. I miss that guy. I haven't talked to him in so long. Yeah, yeah. Did 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 we talk to him at Advance last year? Was he one of the video interviews we did? No, that was Eric Eng. That's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, I think yeah. yeah, just Eric. Yeah. Now, got to have him on. It's been years. Yeah. yeah. Hard to believe you can say that, but yes, it has. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's uh, take a quick break. We come back. We'll just uh, tie it up with a little, a couple pieces of news. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Now, uh, I've actually got a, a business call in a few minutes here, so I'm going to try to cruise through a few really interesting things. One is uh, a tip shared by Mark Taylor on the SEO 101 community forum, uh, community I always see community form for some reason. Community on Google Plus. And it's actually <laughs> one from Rand Fishkin over at Moz. And it is that if you want to go and find out, do a little keyword research, you can go to Google, type in something like, and the example they use here is best places to and put a space, then an underscore or what actually it turns out any character will work. Space in Seattle or best places to whatever in Vancouver. And what it'll do is it'll give you a list of all the variations of that with to eat, to live, to stay, to work, to visit, to shop, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's a very intriguing way of doing cure research. I, I almost find it's overwhelming how many different ways you can do it now, but this could be really useful to someone. Yeah, most definitely. I, I love this tip. I saw this as well. This is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the the cool thing about this is this is much if if you do keyword research in the the keyword planning tool it's 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 interesting because it takes historical data and it compiles it to to search volumes if you're using this type of keyword research where you're in the search bar and you're using search suggest this is much closer to real time research this is what people are are searching for in, in, a, in a shorter period of time, say in the past 36, 46, 48 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes much more sense if you need timely keyword research is to use this as opposed to like the planner tool. 
And just to be clear with everyone, this is called search suggest. It's what happens when you type any search into the Google toolbar, or not toolbar, Google page, their search bar. You type it in, you'll see a drop down up here, and it starts giving you suggestions. That's Google suggest. So in this case, just use that same uh, format. And you can find this on our Google Plus SEO 101 community. I'm not going to say forum, almost did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and if you go there, uh, just type in SEO 101 uh, within Google Plus, you'll find it pretty easily. And, and Mark Taylor's post is there, and it's a link to uh, rants. Very interesting, and uh, could be very helpful to someone out there. Another thing here is about uh, some search impact reports uh, that are being added to Google Webmaster Tools. They haven't been fully rolled out, but uh, Search Engine Land has an interesting take on um, some of, uh, I believe it's Danny who has access to it, uh, the alpha already, and he's got some screenshots of some of the really interesting uh, filtering abilities they're adding to uh, allow us to do some more search uh, research. Uh, it's weird. You know, they, they give and take <laughs> constantly. You know, know. They take away the fact that we can get keywords and now they're helping us use. I, I don't get them. I just don't get them. Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, of course, Danny has access. He has access to everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, think, I think he has access to my locker at the gym. No, dear saying. God. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, uh, so much more I haven't been able to cover today, but I do have to run. So let's take a, uh, I guess, tie things up. My gosh, I'm going to Le- leaves us Leaves us more to talk about next week. We do. We do. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, thanks for joining us today. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.